And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. <laughs> so, so then he says, no, 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 the garage is locked. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless, unless Jay Leno's visiting. <laughs> and, oh, and, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. It's Friday. Uh, oh, oh, he's yeah. Gary. I'm, I'm Eric. Yeah, we're in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just the, yeah, uh, right. the uh, is very rare when I wake up. <laughs> I mean, I was, <laughs> I hope you don't, I hope you take this right. I was still in bed when I texted you yesterday. <laughs> well, I don't need to know. That wasn't even necessary to the conversation. Well, the reason I brought it up is because that's, I woke up and that's the first thing I saw. Yeah. In fact, one of the first things I saw was the was uh, uh, the was Jonathan Turley's comments. Yeah, right. Where he said yeah. the president just said that the documents found in his garage are in a locked garage, <laughs> like his Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> he writes the Corvette standard is actually not in classified protocols. <laughs> the White House counsel. Could he, could cite the long-standing slogan for for Corvette uh-huh. like a car <laughs> only better. The Corvette oh statement gosh. was remarkably oh. ill-considered. Oh my god! It was a cringeworthy moment after being given a carefully worded statement by his lawyers and staff. The president ad-libbed and suggested that his locked garage was a secure place for classified material because. His Corvette was protected in the locked garage. I mean, it was the most bizarre thing ever. In fact, let's actually play it. All right. Here we go. Mr. President, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway. (laughs) 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 The thing is, 
Here's the <laughs> beautiful God. thing that you just heard. Pete Ducey knew he was going to get a response like that from Biden by pairing it with the Corvette. Because that's who Joe Biden is. Biden wasn't eager to defend himself on classified or top secret documents. Hey, pal. You just talked about my Corvette. <laughs> Nobody talks about my Corvette. Little green Corvette. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. Somebody has to do a parody of of of, uh, of that one. It was really one of the – I couldn't – like I said, I, I, I read the Turley thing, and I hadn't yet – I had not yet seen the audio cut. And I had to text you and just said, why can't we be at work right now? Yeah, Can yeah, we go into work yeah. right now? Can we do this? It was, I, it was, yeah. I, I – because I was wondering how I was, after all that, how I was going to sleep. Yeah, you did. You said, Becky, you, like, you said, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not going to be able to sleep. I don't think I can sleep today with all this, uh, with all this going on. And it just, and it, then it just, it just got worse. I want to play this audio cut. This is Ducey again with Kareem Jean-Pierre. I mean, this right. is just great. What's great about this is the silence after his initial comments. And this is to Corrine Jean-Pierre at the White House press briefing. Uh, thank you, Corrine. Another one on GarageGate. <laughs> what is the White House trying to hide? Nothing. Someone gave the president a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete at best, misleading at worst. Who? So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday and what he said he said that he will he respects or he takes classified information and documents and she just goes into the uh, yeah. of course the book of the, 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 the plan thing it's yeah. it's as bad i mean it is just so bad right now and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse let's play more this is not uh pete Ducey. i don't know who this re uh, reporter is but uh here's more how can you say this yeah. was transparent yeah. when you've got all this information for more than two months. Thank you, Green. Um, and she and and she just didn't answer the question. She moved on to something else. Wow. Um. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I don't know where they go from here. I really thought January was going to be the liberal media and the liberals on Capitol Hill and the administration really making their run at Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. I didn't think it was going to be. I didn't think it would go this direction. I knew there would be Biden things. But holy cow, we, we talked from the beginning how he is a risk, how he is a liability to himself. And now you've got all that coming if you if if you don't see that now, you're either not looking, or you don't want to see it, or you're or, or or you're lying about not seeing it because it is a very clear picture being depicted. I look. <clears throat> if you would have told me when the first batch came out, uh, if you would have told me. We're going to see Merrick Garland by the end of the week. 
He's going to make an announcement by the end of the week on this. I would have said, oh, I'll take that bet. No, he's not. Yeah, it just, it, uh, I was, uh, again, I, I'll, I'll, I always uh, phrase it this way. I was in my state of a perverted sense of awe. I thought you were in bed. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> in a perverted sense of awe. <laughs> Looking at my phone, just I'm sorry. I had I had a laugh because it just this is stuff that you just mm. you you don't see because the when when you have the president of the, of the here's the thing I take it serious I take national security secrets seriously. How dare, and, how dare and, you? <laughs> you know and and how, you know how dare you question it? And then Kareem Jean Pierre and then he attempts to and you can tell he's getting angry. He attempts. What are you talking about? The top secrets were in the garage with my Corvette. As if, oh, okay, then you do seriously care about national security secrets because you kept it in your vet and uh, uh, in your house mm. and in your office. It's not like they were on the street, Gary. They were dozens of feet away from the street. Right. <laughs> well, and then you you see the... Now the the uh, the Biden thing with Jay Leno on his car show, mm. where it shows the garage door open and yeah. him backing the Corvette the, the, into yeah, it. It's like, right. well, then Jay Leno had access to it. The 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 uh, the uh, the uh, film crew had access to it. If they had access to it, how many other people had access to it? Then it came out that Hunter, excuse me, that Hunter Biden uh, had access to it because and and that just adds. That adds to that adds to just everything. Then the story of the University of of, uh, of of Pennsylvania, and you know the endowments they got from from the the, the Chinese. Mm-hmm. And even if they're even if they're not related to to Hunter Biden directly, you know it it doesn't matter. It all sits there politically. You know it's all going to be investigated, but politically it just is the biggest cluster. You know what that you could possibly imagine. And and when you make the case, you know, Comer uh, said yesterday uh, that uh, he goes, well, this is worse than this is worse than uh, the than Trump's thing. Oh, yeah. You know, this, yeah. This, this this is, you know, way worse than that. You know, Trump was negotiating back and forth as to, you know, what was classified and what was was not right. You know, this is a this is a and, and, and you're talking about in one place where the Secret Service was and and private private security and Secret Service. Right. Uh, in that right. in these in these particular places. Right. You know, on, on a you know, in one in one area, one room, one safe. Mm-hmm. My God, yeah. you've got three. Lo- you've got three locations now uh, where they have been found. And then the president, instead of saying, yep, they shouldn't have been there, is defending it as if his garage is a great place to have highly classified documents in. It's not that he's saying this is wrong and it shouldn't have happened. He's getting angry that you're questioning it because it was in his garage with his vet. I mean, this is mind-boggling. No, it is, and that was the brilliance of how the question was asked by Pete Ducey. Yeah, it was. Yep. It may have seemed like a silly question. I it, when I first when it first hit, and it was starting to go viral uh, on on Twitter. It was. I saw some people going. Well, why did he take that approach? That didn't sound like a serious question. No, it was a very serious question because you have to know the nature of who this president is, the person. 
And Ducey knew. You bring his Corvette into it, he's going to go off on you. Hey, 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 hey. Ducey, don't you, hey, pal, don't you dare. This is serious. You just mentioned my Corvette. It's serious. No joke. No joke. <laughs> he was he was defending his vets <laughs> and really didn't defend the whole idea of having classified documents in the garage or anywhere else in the house they might be. I haven't seen such an obsession to a vet since uh, the character Sam Malone on Cheers, if you remember. <laughs> Yeah, remember that was his entire life, right? Yeah, and but but it, it's just you just you shake your you, it. It was another world watching this yesterday, and that's what I woke up to, which is why I had to immediately text you and go, "What the hell is this? What what in the world's going on?" I mean, it really was insane. I really thought the big story. I mean, I I, I knew that the 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 second batch was going to be the biggest story. But I thought it would be about how they were uh, defending it. I didn't even think, I didn't expect to get the when and where the documents were. We we still really don't have the exact timeline, do we? What I saw yesterday was that the uh, the University of Pennsylvania was first, and these came after. This, this happened after this November came- Second or whenever yeah, this Pennsylvania came after, was, and, and and actually the lawyers were involved in this investigation. And this one, that, that I yes. saw, yes, because initially right. they had said AIDS, right? But the personal lawyers were also uh, involved in it. But you know, when when uh, and, well, we'll get to all this coming up here. I mean, it's just, just so much. Plus, uh, also inflation still over three times higher than pre-COVID. I decided to do the headline that way because what we heard yesterday was that oh, this is just great. Inflation is going down and every, well, it's, you know, the rate of inflation may be going down. By the way, just see how much of it was because of gasoline. Yeah. Right. You take gasoline and, and gasoline at my local gas station right mm-hmm. around me mm-hmm. is up 50 cents over yeah. the last two weeks now. Yeah. Now, and, and it's different everywhere around the country, right. Right. but here it's up 50 cents. So it depends where you are at, at you know, at a moment. Cause I checked, I think it was yesterday or the day before. And the national average of gas price was down, you know, from the day before. Uh, but gas prices, in all likelihood, going uh, back uh, back up again. So, but I figured, hey, you can spin everything, but it's still the truth. Inflation is still three times higher than uh, than than pre COVID. But the thing is, nobody cared. No, nobody no. in the press corps cared about any no. of the economic news. What's that? I mean, that came out. It was just like eh, nothing. Uh, Adam Schiff now targeted. In the Twitter files, as one reporter says, he's looking into a defamation lawsuit. What's coming out is exactly what we have said. Exactly what we have said, that the guy who was the head of the intelligence committee has lied consistently yeah. about actually what's going on and what he actually knows what's going on. Yeah, right. And you saw that the one story that uh, came out where you know, they were saying that Russian bots were pushing the Devin Nunes memo. Right. I remember Adam right, Schiff came right. out with his memo afterwards, mm-hmm. lying about what U.S. intelligence actually said uh, about the dossier. Right. About what they actually knew. The guy's a pathological liar, and for the last couple of years, he has been the head of the House when it comes to the, the head of the Intelligence Committee, had the head of 
disseminating and you know uh, what the intelligence is for Congress, yeah, for the House, right? And he's a pathological liar. Yep. And by the way, everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new poll out. More Americans now identify as GOP as a Republican than Democrat. Oh, it was sad. Lisa Marie Presley uh, died yeah. yesterday. That right. was, that came out. Yeah. Of, you know, that was, was like, sad. Whoa. Yep. So a um, couple of comments on that coming up. Uh, after the major systems problems, pilots are complaining about the FAA spending money on woke policies and not the infrastructures of the systems that they need to fly. Mm. And the White House backs off and the gas stove ban and a whole bunch more mm. all coming up. Just an insane day it was yesterday. Absolutely insane. It really was. It really was. It was insane. Yep. So that and more coming up, plus your calls and comments. 866-90-RED-EYE. Starting and charging system-related issues are one of the most common causes of winter breakdowns. So when your batteries talk, it's important you listen. Knowing the warning signs that could indicate your electrical system needs attention can help you avoid getting stuck out in the cold this winter. Have your batteries inspected by a professional technician if you smell any unusual or strong odors coming from the battery box. A pungent odor could indicate chemicals are escaping from a damaged or overcharged battery. This report is a service of Shell Rotella. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. More now from Corrine Jean-Pierre. She is asked to clarify, and what did the president exactly mean by stating that the the uh, the classified documents, the classified top-secret documents, were next to the Corvette? Was he implying that they were safe because his Corvette was locked in the garage? Yeah, right. Here we what go. was the president trying to say when he referenced his Corvette earlier today? Because it sounded like he was implying that because his garage is a safe place for his car, the documents were safe. And, and therefore, it was a, if it was safe for the car, it was safe for the documents. Is that what he meant? Look, I, I'm going to just leave his statement as is. <laughs> I love that. Hey, hey, I'm, I don't speak for the guy. No, but you do speak for the guy. I don't, I don't speak for the... Oh I don't... God. I'm not going to... I can't speak... I'm, I'm, I got to go. Well, by saying I'm going to leave the statement as is, she's saying yes. Exactly. Yes. She's answering the question by not answering the question. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to leave that right there. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, next question. <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. I'm going to leave it as is. Well, let's let's uh, have let's have more, okay? Let's, okay. Here's here's, a, here's another. We got time. Yeah, we got time. Here we yeah. Taking it seriously, uh, this is the kind of thing that can cause government employees to lose a security clearance. This is a serious matter, as the White House has said. Uh, was the president sloppy in handling classified material if there are multiple locations where classified documents are being found? Look, I said this in my I said it in the statement. It's in the statement of uh, 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 from his lawyer, Richard Sauber, and at the end, he said, "We are confident that their thorough review will show that these." She's just reading now. She, she won't answer. The, is, was the president sloppy in handling? I'm just going to read what the statement is yeah. again. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like I mean, hey, I'm, hold on. It's yeah. uh, it's just uh, 
And the thing is, when the president said, God willing, sometime I'll be able to talk about this, why can't you talk about it now? Uh, why you, don't, can't you don't have to give us yeah. the content of, right. the, uh, of, of the classified documents. Yeah. Tell talk us what about you did the process. With it. What, how did it end up there? I want to know what's in uh, the, the, the trunk or the glove box of the Corvette. <laughs> you imagine? Hey, you guys did check the Corvette. Did what? With, were we? We? Oh no, we didn't check the Corvette. The Bonus Show. And he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. One of my favorite tweets yesterday was from the U.S. Oil and Gas Association. Mm. And it shows a, you know, Biden in his green Corvette pointing as he's driving at you. Yeah, yeah. And it says, this rare 1967 Chevy Corvette has a 327 cubic inch L79 V8 engine rated at 350 horsepower with a four-speed manual transmission, 0 to 60 in 5.8 seconds. It runs on gasoline, not electricity. This one is parked in the POTUS garage next to the boxes marked classified. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Man, that's a one, two, three punch right there. I mean, it opens up it, it, this because of this. It opens up everything. It mm-hmm. it it, it opens up because now reporters are demanding. Well, wait a minute. Then inside the household, you had a classified document. In the garage, you had classified documents. We need to know where's a list of people because this has been the, one of the criticisms. Where's a list of people? You know, when you go to the White House, there's a list. Yeah, where's the list of people that have gone into the gone into uh, the Biden residency and or garage that contains classified documents? Right. It's a legitimate question now, right? No, I mean, look, uh, this was the concern about uh, Trump's documents. Well, you have people that go there that don't have clearance. Now they don't have access to the private residence portion of Mar-a-Lago. I'm sorry, someone corrected me. Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. More, more Legos. They, I don't really care how you pronounce it. Trump's place in Florida. So, (laughs) that's how I pronounce it. And so the, so the entire thing, you know, was about he, he can't do that. There's people coming and going all the time. It's a resort. Well, yeah, but not that part of it. But now you've got it's it's in the garage. How? But the pictures that circulated and and the the you know the Leno video where the garage doors just wide open. open. Yep. Um. Uh, 
uh, by the way, uh, just an unrelated topic. Seinfeld announcing his new show, Presidents and Cars Getting Impeached. Uh, I think it's I think it starts next month. And this this entire thing just Gary, Gary, think about this. It blows everything out of the water when it comes to Trump. Those documents and the raid on Trump's place in Florida, they thought it. this is it because we've got something tangible. This is it. We've got, look, hundreds of documents, and nobody's even denying that we've got the documents and the FBI raid and the whole thing. Oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. Finally got them. And then Joe Biden. This is, we knew yesterday at this time, there's a reason we don't know where just yet where those documents yeah. were found yeah we knew because there is and it was you can't spin it there there's there, there was no by by thursday morning there was no way to spin it because think about this you're going through this and it's like okay okay where were they found the garage are you kidding me the garage yeah the garage like the actual gar- yeah the garage okay all right all right uh just Release this to NBC. Don't tell them when or where it was found. Just more documents were found at a place owned by Biden. And we'll leave it there and we'll work on this. And they worked on it and they worked on it and they worked on it. And they said, all right, anybody got anything? What do we do? What do we do? What? How do we spin this whole thing? Where do we? There's no spin. It was in his garage. And you know, you see, I'm, I'm reading here, you know, you, you wonder how the Republicans are are going to frame this. This is a Republican National Committee, their response, their rapid response. Hmm. Uh, Biden in his office with his personal papers in the garage next to his car. At this point, the better question might be, where didn't Biden store classified documents? Not only that, we know that Hunter Biden and Jay Leno's film crew had access to the garage. In addition, his lawyers who found the first batch of Biden papers obviously had access to the documents. We also know Biden ran his campaign campaign out of his house. Yeah. Uh, was campaign staff barred yeah. from entering the garage or the room where the where the uh, the other classified document was? So much for the insistence that the papers were secure because they weren't on the street. Uh, so far, the excuse we've gotten is that the Biden papers were stored in three separate insecure locations by mistake. That doesn't explain how they got there, uh, or why so many people had access. Right. You know, and, the, the, the story came out along with this, um, you know, as this was breaking on Thursday morning, that they had also searched his uh, his beach house there, uh, and, you know, and nothing was found at the beach house and the whole thing. And I thought, well, did they search all the cars on the Amtrak trains that he rode over the years? <laughs> well, I mean, it's almost like if, if you know, you, you talk about uh, Trump. It's almost as if Trump, uh, like, behind the bar yeah. at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, uh, right. Mar- well, remember Melania's, Melania's bedroom. Uh, <laughs> or, remember? Yes. Remember that? Yes. They, they had to search Melania's, and everybody was going, ooh, why would he keep him in her bedroom? What's up with that? Yeah, and, but, <laughs> but it... 
but even in a, in a more public area. Yeah, you know, even right. because yeah, yeah. because it, you know, and, and so when you when you look at it's just it's 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 nuts. It's absolutely it's insane, and you know the response that you're getting, all you're getting from, uh, all you're getting from Biden is the fact that we won't talk about any of it, which means he's attempting to protect himself. It, it now really, say what yeah, you, say yeah. what you, the difference. Here's the difference too. Uh, Trump, when he was you know the whole back and forth. With it, and Trump said stupid things. Mm-hmm. You know, when he said, for example, "Oh, I can declassify just by thinking about it." That was a dumb comment for Trump to yeah, make right. when he said that. It was idiotic for right, him to say right, that. Right. Uh, you know the 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 fact that one of the weaknesses, and we had said this. If you look, if you look at the technical reason that they believe that they can get Trump, uh, you know, one of the one of the reasons is when he kept saying, "These are declassified. These are declassified. These are declassified." And so when Trump was actually his attorneys were handing over the some of the documents that the National Archives want when they they said these are the top secret documents we want they handed them over and they never said when they handed them over these are not top secret we're handing them over to you but these are declassified and he declassified it the other thing is he claimed he declassified it and could never find anybody you know, you had at one point, who was it that said he did, but then he backed off on that? I can't think of the, uh, who was that at the, the point? Oh, I can't think of the guy who said. Oh, um, yeah, uh, who said he was in the room right. when he and, did it, when and he so, said it. Yeah. So that was that yeah, was the yeah. problem that you have. But Cash that, Patel. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then it was like, well, all of a sudden he stopped talking. You didn't hear him defending and making that point anymore. So right, right. that was a weak point. But again, you're talking about and you're ta- the a president and an ex-president is completely different from somebody who was vice president. Mm-hmm. But even when they were dealing with Trump, Trump was an ex-president at that time negotiating back and forth. Right. This Biden is president of the United States mm-hmm. and he won't answer any questions. Right. We still don't know why. We right. found out very quickly about the Trump story from both sides. Mm-hmm. Very quickly. Yep. We don't know it. Right. We don't know because Biden won't say anything. Right. And he's not protecting the United States. He's not protecting the the security secrets because nobody nobody's asking for him to reveal it. People are asking for a timeline who had access, why they ended up in these particular places. How did they get there? Because this is completely different than a president, and presidents take documents with them, and they found out afterwards, okay, that's classified, you got to bring that back, and there's negotiations back and forth, no way to classify this for every president. This is completely, yeah, this is completely, this, people want to equate, well, he's president now, but he wasn't president then. Right. He was an ex-vice president. The rules are completely different for him. There were two things yesterday that had me saying, oh, man, Biden is on an island right now. When he started, when Biden started reading his statement, I thought, whoa. 
they've crafted a statement and they crafted that statement this morning. It's fresh off the printer. When he was reading his own statement, I thought, all right, this is not going to go well. And then Corinne Jean-Pierre in the audio you just heard when she said, I'm just going to leave that statement alone. I'm not going to say anything about it. They carved him out today and let him float out on his own because there was, and it was very clear. There is no defense here. Not even the view could defend him. <laughs> you saw that back and forth. That was just horrible. I didn't see the. Oh, it was. They were saying um, someone. I forget who it was. Sonny <clears throat> had said something to the effect of, uh, uh, "When when this happened, didn't you think it was uh, Oppo research or something like that? Something basically." The, this is and, and Joy Behar had said something to oh. the effect of, "I think I've got it bookmarked." But we might have to play. I don't know if we want to play the audio. I always feel like we're damaging the audience <laughs> when we play audio from the View. I, that we're assaulting them somehow. I really feel that way. And and then she, uh, Joy Behar, said at some point, you know, you know, uh, they they had the documents, and then all of a sudden, you know, this happens as if it's a setup. No, it's Joe Biden. By the way, it's um, uh, also Obama. Obama had documents, too. But the big difference here is that Joe Biden was vice president. Right. And there are so many things there. And, and I'm, I'm almost positive I've got that bookmarked and I'll, I'll send it over to you. But we can and we can. Pre- but they but there is no defense. There is no defense oh, you you saw hang johnson remember guam tip over yeah 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 you yeah. heard what he had to say yesterday yeah he's suggesting that the documents were planted by the republicans yeah no 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 that's exactly what they were saying on the on the view they were that implying that this is a setup by republicans right okay okay it, we're just days after the republicans couldn't even get it together enough to get a, a a speaker of the house in place, and all of a sudden they've got all of this crafted to where they've got documents planted inside of Biden's office. Now, I'll say this: in some of the responses on social media to the View version, uh, not the Hank Johnson, but the the View version of it, they were saying things like, "Well, no, it's not the Republicans; it's the Democrats because they don't want him to run." You and I actually have heard that um, uh, a couple of times through the week. We've gotten some responses like that. Ah, it's the Democrats. They don't want him to run. He decided to run. Remember, he was going to make the decision during the Christmas break. He comes back, and he's clearly running, right? And there are all these indications that he was definitely going to run. Yeah, exactly. And, and the Democrats didn't want that, so they kind of had this dangling out there knowing, well, if he decides to run, we'll just float this. That we found documents in November, and then we'll look for some more documents because there's no doubt because of, you know, Joe Biden and all of that and who he is, that there's documents probably in his house. In fact, we'll just start in his garage. Hey, guys, just start in his garage. So that whole conspiracy theory got going that the Democrats don't want him to run. That, you know, and see, they're in control of him anyway. All right. Whatever. But he's president.
I don't believe that, but if you want to believe that, go ahead. You know, see if we can find the view. But um, this is, I, it I, was I found, clear. I found, the, I found the story. It was it. clear, though, yesterday, they set him out on his own. Because this is what we talked about. When you talk about a president being a liability for himself, that's the case for any president. You're going to be the guy that, that, that has to deal with it. And yesterday it was him. 86690 Red Eye. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. 86690 Red Eye. I did. Okay, thank you. For, you. You got me that the uh, the view yeah. where the view couldn't even spin it for no, them. No, they couldn't, <laughs> and they tried. Yeah, but they, they tried. That coming up. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 86690 Red Eye. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Welcome and good morning. Thank you so much for being here. We always uh, uh, appreciate you, you tuning in. Uh, here we are. Download our Red Eye Radio app today, and uh, you can listen when and where you wish to. If you can't listen live overnight, which is which is preferred, we prefer it that you lose sleep uh, to listen to the show. Listen, I've been doing it for twenty six plus years. <laughs> you can do it. Too. You can do it too. <laughs> Suffer with us, <laughs> hey guys. Guys, you mind not berating the audience? <laughs> you, you, you know, I, would you stop doing that? Uh, <laughs> do not do that it, it's that's not the idea <laughs> do it like jim gavigan yeah don't berate the audience why is he berating the audience did did eric just retire <laughs> <laughs> all right i got the audio cut thanks you got okay. you, you you actually got it uh, uh for me this is the view and you you had said earlier you said <laughs> even the view couldn't find a couldn't find a defense uh, for Biden, and they tried. Yeah, they tried. They, they yeah. tried. Here, here we go. Here's some right. of the back and forth yesterday. You know, you know what I think? I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know these but it, you documents know appear. But here's the thing: Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was is in office wrong. Well, let's find out, let's that. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm. one of the things That's that gets true. me crazy is. Before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. I don't want to see that. The, I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, if stuff is missing... I know it's Does it messy. feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? That's I, not. I, I, it did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry, but not not now. Because one of the things one of the things he's saying is that you know some of these some of the locations where the docs may have been shipped in the transition I may see. have gotten taken and put, but still. 
Does she even listen to what? Does she even listen to what she says? No, I don't know. Whoopi Goldberg, because she said what drives her crazy is Mm -hmm. the fact of 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 when these stories happen and they've already been pre-spun. Right. And then she's asked and then she's asked, well, did you think that the Republicans were behind this in opposition research? I did it first. Yeah. Based on zero information. Right. So what she's criticizing is exactly what then she admits further on in the conversation. Whoopi, that is. Is what she does. Well, there's so many like, layers even... of bad in that in that audio. And, and by the way, you and I have to uh, again th- uh, thank the, uh, the people the, at Newsbusters, the, the people that, at yeah. Newsbusters who make so many sacrifices <laughs> in, in, in having to watch that. Let me see. Did yeah. Let me see. Did Kevin do? Did Kevin have to do that? Our friend uh, Kevin, who we know listens. Uh, to the show. Uh, Nicholas Fondacaro. Okay, is uh, right. uh, is credited right. for that particular audio cut. But but yeah, Kevin Tober is. Uh, and all the folks there at Newsbusters uh, th- that that have to do that. I mean, look, that's a the sacrifices we, that they make. We thank. I, I would say it's a thankless <laughs> job. We thank them a lot because I mean, I, I I can't say thank you enough. But they make a tremendous sacrifice in in that regard and having to sit down and go through all of that. Um, they, somebody ha- somebody at Newsbusters has to watch the View well, every day. Think about this: if it weren't for the staff at Newsbusters. The network evening news would have zero people watching. <laughs> so, but you 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 hear all the different layers of bad in that in in that audio we just played. Uh, you know the as you point out, <laughs> I did it first. And you think it was Republican Oppo research? I did it first, based on what based evidence? on nothing. So you're doing exactly what you claim you hate. And exactly. What passionate about hating is you made a judgment before there were any facts in Whoopi. And do you even listen to what you say, Whoopi? And then she goes <laughs> on to basically uh, uh, spell out how she can't defend what's going on with Biden. Yeah. I mean that goes from yeah. bad to worse to worser. It's <laughs> even it's I, when when they can't get it. This is what I knew. This is when I, you know, you put the cap on, and I was mentioning earlier that the president is is clearly on his own here. It, 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 it was always going to end up this way. It was always <laughs> going to be something like this with Joe Biden. Tell we should be shocked that it wasn't in his garage. If it weren't in his garage, we we shouldn't be shocked that it was. If it weren't in his garage, we'd, we sh- we would be shocked by that because of the fact that it's Joe Biden. The tremendous liability. Of course, it was going to be in his garage sitting by his car. It, it had to be that it way. It had to be. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yes. There's no other way. <laughs> it, it's We should all be looking at it. And this is kind of, you know, it's interesting. We go through the different stages of dealing things with things with the Biden administration and Joe Biden himself. And you go through that like, what? And then by the end of it, you're going, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, that, yeah, okay, no, it was going to always be that. That was, it was, this is the only way it could have come out. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing, Penn, you know, University of Pennsylvania, you know, the office there. And it's like, all right, uh, you know, and then you the, the the second the story on the second batch comes out and it's like, OK, but we they're not saying where it was found. Why are they saying where? And then Thursday morning um, in his garage. And, it, then, and then that didn't that wasn't the cherry on 
the great milkshake. <laughs> the cherry was when you mean ice cream when cone? <laughs> when what I say. You said milkshake, but he always goes for an ice cream cone. I'm just. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of I've, I forgot the place here in Texas that I yeah. I can't eat. I haven't eaten them in like fifty, you know, since I'm yeah. type two. But yeah, they make the milkshakes with the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. the place used to be across the street from when our old uh, our old uh, studios when we were at WBAP. Oh, steak and shake. Yeah, steak and shake. Yeah, yeah when they make, I used yeah. to love those shakes, and yeah, now they're heroin to me. But yeah, uh, uh, but. Uh, the uh, again the cherry on top of the ice cream cone or the sprinkle dinkles or whatever you want to yeah. call it on top of that the little sprinkle <laughs> things as I, when the place i call them sprinkle dinkles because that's what they used to call them at anderson's custard stand back in the 60s when we used to go there yeah so you, it All was right. you, you'd get a you'd get a uh we'd get a, a vanilla chocolate twist uh sprinkle dinkle on a sugar cake cone not the regular cones but the long sugar cake cones man that sounds like you were just citing aerosmith lyrics <laughs> but no the best part which is the cherry on top of whatever yeah was the the Ducey question when when Ducey asked a question and he all of a sudden you know what were you thinking putting it next to your vet in the garage and then he starts saying well god willing I'll soon be and then he looked and the vet's locked in the garage. It wasn't like it was out anywhere. It was in where the vet is. My vet is locked. And I I really at that point went, wow, there actually is a Sam Malone, the character from Cheers, yeah. you know, that, that is obsessed with their vet to the point where they believe as president of the United States that he can convince the American public that that the top secret documents were safe because they were locked in the same place in the garage that his vet was and then an hour later there's the open garage with the vet going back and the garage open and the crew from from Jay Leno from a couple of years yeah, back yeah. and it's just like you're shaking your head going <laughs> my god and that's the worst part because he didn't say look it's wrong and I don't know how they got there he defended the fact yeah, he defended the fact that the secrets, the top secret documents were safe because they were stored where his vet was. That that was the brilliance was, of the question yes. from, from oh. Pete Ducey. That was, it, it may have sounded like he was lobbing some kind of odd mm. softball in a way that he was kind of uh, trying to break the ice with the president. I saw that one comment. Hey, why is he trying to break the ice? What, what's he? Is he? Is he is he getting worn down? Has he been there too long? The whole thing on Pete. No, 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 no. You gotta know. You gotta know the room. And when it's Joe Biden, you gotta go for what what he finds meaningful in all of this. Yeah. And it's his Corvette. It was always going to be his look, Corvette. Look, Ducey, Ducey is better than 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 the rest of the White House press corps. But we've criticized Ducey when we said, mm-hmm. "Oh, you could go, you could go for the jug, the political jugular there," and you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he did, by the way. And then, and then, you know, some of the questions were, you know, what number one, you know, what were you, what were you, what, what were you thinking? And then going after Kareem Jean Pierre, yeah. he's being aggressive. But I've noticed that the other. Reporters are being aggressive. You know, the yeah. Biden came out with the fact that the economy is wonderful, unemployment, and it's like, oh, and and I'm thinking to myself, inflation is still three times greater than than pre-COVID. And the one thing that isn't talked about, mm. in order to solve the inflation problem, you're making the 
largest purchases, cars and homes, way more expensive so people aren't buying them. Right. And that's one thing that's lost in this. In order to solve the problem, what you're doing is making the purchases that people really want. The big purchases, the second biggest purchase is the car, what people buy. The first biggest purchase is the house. You're making them unaffordable to people now. Yep, yep. And 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 so I'm just like, okay. And I'm thinking when I saw that part of it, you know, when he was talking about it, that's what I'm thinking. You know, the reality is, no, it's not a good time right now. People are really hurting. And then I realized as soon as the question started, the media even the liberal media could care less about it. Everything right, right. is about the top secret uh, documents. And the problem is, on most issues, you can have one side or another side. Mm. And I, even if it's a poor side, for example, I saw one of the uh, Democrat uh, uh, congresswomen the other day uh, speaking about the fact that uh, on the abortion uh, you know, bill, that if a baby is born alive that uh, they should, you know, uh, immediately go to a hospital because you shouldn't. Once it's out of the womb, if you if you continue with the abortion, that's murder. Yeah, right. By the law, legal standard. Right. And she was defending it, saying, no, because if if you have to take it to a hospital, there's, there's rural places where abortions are done, and the hospital could be 50 miles away, and the baby could die before it gets to the hospital. But you're going to kill it anyway. That right. mean, that was a yeah. bad argument. She was defending killing the baby. Right. I mean, there's two. And then ar- she's worried about the baby right. dying. There's two arguments. That was a bad argument. Yeah, exactly. But there is no argument for this one. No, there is no, no. Trump that you no. can blame for no. this. No, 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 no. It's in that, and that's what I mean by the president is out on his own. Yeah, he's he really he he's on a raft right now or an island, probably a raft because an island can tip over. And and here's the problem, is that there's there is no way. When Corrine Jean Pierre says, "Hey, he said that I didn't. I'm not going to touch it." That's when you know. I'm just going to leave that comment the way he said it. I'm not going anywhere near it. You know, there's a there's a ton of questions here too. One of the questions that I saw asked yesterday on Twitter, I can't remember from where because I just there was so much information I was <laughs> taking in yesterday yeah. before I even got out of bed to get my coffee. <laughs> right. I was even out of bed yet. Yeah. And when <laughs> and one of them is why were the lawyers or the staff doing any of the searching? Why wasn't that the FBI? Once they said they were going to search why wasn't the FBI the ones doing the search? That, that is a that is a great yeah. point. And they said, well, you know, with cooperation with the National Archives, I don't know what that means. And the other great question is, mm-hmm. the other great question is, how didn't the National Archives know that these documents were missing? They knew exactly what Trump had, apparently. They didn't know. Right. What, they didn't know what Biden had. Right. You know, what's the process when it comes to, you know, all of, you know, all of the... Uh, uh, you know, when it comes to our 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 top secrets, so yeah, within within a matter of if you think about it, uh, it was well within two years. Uh, what was it? A, a a year and nine months or something like that on the Mar-a-Lago raid. <laughs> on the Mar-a-Lago raid, yeah. Uh, so well within two years, and 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 we learned. That that back and forth started long before the raid. Exactly right. So right. they were, right. you know, seemingly 
Within months, they were in contact with the former president, and they were on this. And that's a, a very legitimate question. In this case, they went years, and there is there was no correspondence. Right. N- no one said, hey, this is missing. Hey, we want to get this back. Why not? Yeah, there's several years that Biden had these documents. And so there is no when and the reason we played the view is they will take the most absurd. For example, when you heard Joy Joy Behar, you could still hear her. Right. You know, she's I I didn't hear it in that audio cut cut precisely, but you could tell she believe, you know, she believes this was a Republican set. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah. And when she said Donald Trump is the luckiest, what do you mean? Donald Trump is responsible for what he does, and Joe Biden is responsible for what he does. There's right. no, there's no, oh, this guy's lucky because this guy does wrong. If right. somebody does wrong, they do, they do wrong. Right. But she can't go there. No, she can't. Because she's such a partisan hack. Yep. And that it must be something else. There's no way. And by the way, they, everybody knows. Everybody knows anybody who's been around long enough to follow Joe Biden through his years in the Senate, then as VP, Obama said it. Yeah. Never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. 86690 Red Eye. Hi, I'm Jen Loomis, a transport safety expert at J.J. Keller, and I'm here to share a tip on winter weather driving. On the off chance that you become stranded due to wintry conditions, it's important to be prepared and to know what to do. Consider carrying an emergency kit that includes a shovel, flares, jumper cables, first aid supplies, a flashlight, and spare batteries. If you become stranded, stay in your vehicle. Walking in a storm puts you at risk of being hit by a car, suffering hypothermia, or getting lost. Call 911 to request help. Store extra clothes in your cab so you can stay warm by wearing layers. If you have to run the engine for heat, make sure that the exhaust pipe is clear of snow and crack a window to make sure that carbon monoxide doesn't build up in the cab. Also pack extra food and water so you don't have to go hungry or risk dehydration while you're waiting for help to arrive. This tip was brought to you by J.J. Keller and Associates. Visit us at jjkeller.com. This report is brought to you by Pilot Flying J and by Shell Rotella. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. I just want to play this quick audio cut. I was just listening to more of the press conference from yesterday. And this is uh, Ed O'Keefe, and this is where he was talking about who's being transparent. You say people are being transparent. Who's being transparent? Where is part of this conversation? We're, we're I'm getting into the middle of it, but I just wanted to – we don't have a lot of time. I just wanted to get to the point that, that, I, that I burst out laughing. What the Department of Justice is laying out, what we are saying that we reached out to the archivist, we reached out to the Department of Justice. That is what is the right thing to do in this case. And not, and, and, and so I can finish here. Um, 
what has been transparent in this as well is that the White House counsel has let has laid out uh, in detail on Monday but to all of you everything, Kareen, and you know that. Wow. Oh, you haven't yeah. laid on everything and you know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the first time we've we've we said this yeah. a long time ago. When are they yeah. finally going to sit there and say, look, you're never answering our questions. You're gaslighting on a consistent basis. You're not answering our questions. Yeah. And I just happened to and I said, OK, I just got to play that because that was Ed O'Keefe from uh, from CBS. Mm-hmm. So right. you're right. you're moving on slowly, where, as we have said, you know, if, is it now finally the recognition of the mainstream media, the liberal media? That they've been played for tools by this administration, and now they're finally, after all this time, after two years, getting upset about it? Mm. Giving you 70% each night. Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Let's uh, get to some of your comments. Uh, let's talk to Donald in Chicago. Donald, welcome. You're on Red Eye Radio. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, boys. Let's, I just, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Joe Biden here suddenly has some pains of honesty when he's known as a notorious grifter and liar and taking money for years, but suddenly there's a document at his house and he's going to be honest, and the people around him are all honest and they turn it in. Someone's pulled the trigger on this guy. They're done with him. And and instead of doing the old-fashioned Hillary Clinton thing, uh, and, and instead of bleach bettings, you just get the old shredder out and shred those things. They suddenly turn them in. Okay. I, I, again, I, I, there is no, there, there is no uh, you know, again... There is no evidence. Now, it would be interesting if you could find out that the DNC was involved in it, but these these are people that are close to him. Thanks, these are, these are his aides. These are his lawyers. Uh, and nobody, not nobody only, remember, it was, uh, was it CBS who first, uh, who had the first story? Uh, yeah, it was CBS. CBS yes. and then NBC had the second story. Right, right. It sounds like it's controlled leaks coming from the, you know, or not controlled leaks. Well, yeah, it would be because a source yeah, yeah. telling CBS and a source telling NBC right. sounds like more of a controlled leak. Right. Who would know except somebody very close to Biden, which right. would be his attorneys who were involved in it. Yeah. And yeah. and the fact that if you're saying that all of a sudden Biden became honest, well, the fact that you have uh, two months later that this all was discovered, they have admitted uh, in November before the election, and then two months later it comes out, it does not, as much as that would be fascinating if it was the DNC or the Hillary campaign that somehow got a hold of this information. Right. But this right. information was so detailed that it could only come from inside the Biden administration. Right. You know, hey, this is what happened at the Biden house. Who would know that it- Un- unless Biden's personal lawyers and the White House counsel is leaking it? Without the president's permission, which I highly doubt. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that. Now, we mentioned earlier this week, uh, may have been yesterday, that um, there is a chance that that they looked at this and said, look, there are multiple people who know. 
we can't let this, this is going to leak one way or the other. There are, you know, with between the aides that work for Biden uh, and, and a, you know, a group, multiple people have knowledge of this. We should control the leak. It's going to get out. And it's going to get out at the wrong possible time. And if it got out from a separate source and we didn't acknowledge it, imagine that this went even further. Imagine that they found the documents, uh, the first set of documents in, I don't know, early November. And they didn't tell people until January. Oh, wait. Imagine if we got down the road to, uh, you know, uh, the, the special prosecutor with, um, uh, with Trump going through all of that. And then right before that, a leak hits in the media that Biden has documents and no, and they didn't tell anybody. They have, I'm sure they've been wondering, okay, how do we make this happen? There was no doubt in my mind that they wanted to control this and certainly didn't want this coming out in early November before the midterms. Um, and you, so you let it sit. And then after the first of the year, uh, in boring January, <laughs> you, you release it. But, uh, I, it's, you know, that's not evidence of, of, uh, a setup. That's not evidence that this was, uh, that this happened. It is not a shock that Joe Biden would do this again. He's not a former, he, you know, when he took these documents, when they moved them and, and, and put them in these places, he wasn't a former president. He was a former vice president, pal. And he'll take whatever documents he wants. He's writing a book, pal. No, this is, this is right out of his playbook. And and the other thing that was interesting, I think it was Ed O'Keefe that was talking about it, that full transparency, it's like, well, wait a minute. The personal, and I don't know where he specifically got this information. He goes, the, 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 uh, his personal lawyers, uh, contacted the, uh, the, uh, uh, the National Archives, but the Department of Justice, he was making the statement, wasn't contacted until after the second set hmm. was actually found. Right. Yeah. Right. And at that particular point. So, that if if that was the if that's the scenario as he was he was stating it means that this was very you know held close to the vest can we just give these documents to the this is what i'm thinking right. and i'm sure that's what they're thinking you know the 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 reporters that okay you contact the national archives to hopefully just get this information back to them without getting the Department of Justice involved in it. Then when the second set was found, especially at his house, it just, at that point, you realized, probably the personal attorneys realized, we have to contact the Department of Justice right. uh, uh, you know, uh, on it. So it does not, anything I've seen so far from the information we know, does not at all sound like a setup of Democrats who don't wish biden to run now if that is the case and we find that out eventually oh man oh yeah i mean that'd be an interesting we're gonna story, would it not we're be? gonna have we're gonna have some <laughs> with, fun with that one and, and hillary's but, fine hillary's fine yeah but 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 <laughs> what i'll say is it is again you 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 look and and we'll just kind of throw down the the for now uh the occam's razor 
or maybe not. It, Occam's razor doesn't necessarily apply here, but I'll just say this. If you think about the arrogance and the defiance and the very nature of the person of who Joe Biden is, of course they were going to find classified documents <laughs> sitting in a box in his garage by his Corvette. Well, Try and, and convince me that that was never going to happen. That's the right. more uh, uh, impossible task. This is this is who he is, and when and when you think about that, because you know, I think Turley's onto something when he's talking about the you know the, it, did he carve out these documents and take these documents to help him write the, the book, you know, mm-hmm. and that you know it, it, because then you pair with that. You know, again, uh, any kind of monetary gain from from public service and everything we know about the so far about the Hunter thing, um, all of that. This all kind of gels into what it it tells us that well, Joe Biden is uh, is is arrogant. He's defiant, and um, and you're not going to tell him he can't put those documents in his garage. Well, He'll show you. We we know, for example, we know that Biden will lie when it's obvious that he'll lie about serious things. For example, uh, you know, the influence peddling with his family, enriching his family yeah. through Hunter Biden. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Inf- clearly influence peddling. The only right. question is, is there evidence that is there evidence that uh, Biden actually took money uh, more than the witnesses and Hunter Biden himself? Do you have the electronic transfers? Do you have that? You know, you, you have the shared bank accounts and things like that. Can you actually document the work done in his house? And and that's still to be seen on all of that. But Biden will absolutely lie to something that everybody knows is a lie. He knows it's a lie. The reporters know it's a lie. They allowed him to get away with it. They don't question him on it. And that was, did you, you know, you claim you didn't know about your son's business dealings, but obviously you did because of the voicemail. And witnesses have said uh, that you actually got paid because of it. And Hunter Biden complained about how much money he had to pay for you, you know, to you. So, you know, they ignore that. For some reason, they're not ignoring this. But it all it all interrelates. And you get to the point of and this this is what a question I would ask Corrine Jean-Pierre tomorrow. Uh, the uh, the um, personal lawyers being involved in doing all the searching. And there's a great question, and you probably you can't answer this. Why wasn't it the FBI? Right. If you knew these things were, were a possibility, right. as soon as you found them, why weren't all these subsequent searches led by the FBI and the personal attorneys had nothing to do with it? But personal attorneys get involved because they believe there may be criminal liability. Yes. And right. now that the the there's a special counsel, a special counsel is looking. There's a possibility. They view it and say, okay, there's a great possibility there was a criminal act done here. Otherwise, except for Trump yeah. with Mueller, where yeah. there was no allegation right. at all of criminal activity for the Mueller investigation, uh, most special counsels uh, are uh, are initiated because of a possibility that crimes have been uh, committed here, and that's and that's the reason that Biden won't talk about it. They say, well, there's a Justice Department. Uh, you know, there's a special counsel now, and then before that it was the Justice Department was investigating. Well, we're simply asking the president, who says because he cares so much about national security, to explain what went on here. And yeah, his right. explanation is, 
I didn't know all the three locations in my house, in my garage, at the University of Pennsylvania. I have no idea what happened whatsoever. Right. right. Well, that stinks as if you're. That stinks as if you're just saying I'm. I'm calling the fifth here. Yeah. Right. Well, and uh, you know, to the last caller, I'll say this. Uh, is it curious that all of a sudden they're being forthcoming again? It's not exactly forthcoming if you look at when the first documents were found. Early November. But on a Biden scale, that's still pretty much even if there weren't second uh, set of documents, that's pretty much uh, being forthcoming uh, for by comparison. Um, it, it 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 does bring it to the question for me. How bad did they think it was? Everybody else around him think it was. And and I think we just spelled it out. His personal lawyers are involved. Andrew McCarthy pointed out yesterday on a uh on on Fox News saying, Look, I mean, you know, now you've got that potential of this criminal liability here and of course with the appointment of a special prosecutor. I think the thing that hurt him the most uh, in all of this if I'm if I and because we all sit here and uh, I think when you observe you sort of like you're a jury you're judging mm-hmm. yeah right the thing that hurt the him the most so far was him responding to Pete Ducey that they were safe because they were with his vet yeah because I'm like wait a minute why would you even go there you simply said look I didn't know that they were there yeah I didn't know that they were there it, I didn't it, know that should have been the answer I didn't know that they were there I was surprised I would now here's the thing he never said I didn't know they were there he said I was surprised I've been surprised I've been it's interesting that that language is being used he never come out and directly said I did not know that they were there. Right. It was simply, I was surprised. I was surprised. Right. You're surprised what? That somebody found them? Or because you and I talk about the, uh, what is it, Nathan Thurm, the, uh, the, the character that, uh, the lawyer, the cigarette lawyer that, um, what's his name? Martin played? Short. Martin mm-hmm. Short played. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, so we, we sit there and go, they parse words constantly. But when he said, and he seemed to be adamant with Ducey, that they were safe because they were near my vet. Which is absurd when you think about it. Yeah. Right. But it almost is like, look, they were safe. Why would you even go there? You're, you're, are, you're, if you're sticking with that defense, the defense is, I didn't know they were there. Right. So you don't, it doesn't matter whether they were in bed. I didn't know they were there. I don't know who put them there. That's it. Because the story yesterday in a couple of the liberal media uh, articles was inadvertently, they use that word. So if you're going to, you know, uh, plead the fifth here, the better route is to, first of all, not even acknowledge Ducey's question. He asks the question, what were you thinking? You say this. Let me start here. I don't know how those documents got to that that place. Uh, they quite possibly were inadvertently put there by someone else. I don't have a lot of details for you, so I'm not taking questions. And leave right. it at that. Because that was a smart lawyer question. He yep. said, how could you possibly, next to the vet, and he didn't yep. say, I didn't know that they were there. I didn't right. do it. Right. I didn't do it. He said, they're safe. 
that's almost an acknowledgement that I knew they were there. Yes, no, the, he's bragging about the yeah. fact that he put them there, which again points to the brilliance of how Pete yep. Ducey asked the question. 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Progressive commercial insurance protects truck owners with... It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. We'll have more on GarageGate. I just love that. GarageGate. Yeah, GarageGate. And then when you do see Aston, then she just paused, like looking at him. You could see the eyes. It's like you actually saw the pupils of her eyes. It wasn't the eyelids as yeah. she was, you know, looking down at the book of answers. Right. Uh, and it was, you know, just like, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get to, to more of, of, uh, of tearing this apart. Plus, uh, the uh, inflation numbers, and a whole yeah. bunch more. Mm. <laughs> this is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 86690-RED-EYE. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for uh, being here. Just checking out the inflation numbers here. Uh, excluding food and energy, core CPI rose 0.3% on an annual basis. Headlines, uh, uh, CPI rose 6.5%, while core increased 5.7%. Uh, according to CNBC, uh, according to CNBC, excuse me, most of the decrease that you saw was based on gasoline. That yeah. You look at all other prices and they're still going up significantly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's going to be a a problem, especially as we get back into the driving season again. And so the Fed's going to be looking at it again as to, you know, what are they going to, you know, how much they're going to how much they're going to uh, raise. The uh, consensus seems to be forming that and the next Fed meeting is uh, coming up, I think, on the 31st. And the consensus yesterday seem to be forming that they believe it's going to be a a quarter of a point and it could be as many as three hikes this year. So a total of another 0.75 uh, added to what they've already raised. And we'll see. The, um, the forecasts, the median forecast, and we went over those the other day for uh, inflation, were dead on and yeah, they, were they yeah. yeah they came they came in exactly as the median for the numbers came in exactly as the median forecast had predicted which is all right fine except for 
CPI excluding shelter. You know, I love how they do that. Okay, if you take groceries, energy, and shelter out of the <laughs> equation, everything's fine. <laughs> if you if you look at inflation from the things that you absolutely don't need, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then everything is looking really, really good. No, right? No, actually, because in 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 this one, uh, energy because of gasoline, you know, did bring it down. You know, that was. That was the big, right. but yes. as the funny thing is, uh, again, and it's different for different parts of the country. And you look at it here. If you live where I live, and you say, "Wait a minute," uh, three weeks ago, now gasoline was extremely low here. It was two forty nine. Mm-hmm. It's now two ninety nine mm-hmm. on the way in. Yeah. So yeah. in the last three weeks, it's gone up fifty cents in Texas. Mm-hmm. Now it hasn't gone up that much in other parts of the country. Right. Right. And and so overall in December. Because remember, this does, doesn't include January. That uh, you know, we'll we'll see whether it you know it increases and makes a difference in January and February, and then when the driving season starts again and the blend blends change again and there's in, uh, more of an increase, uh, we will uh, you know we will see on uh, on that. But yeah, prices are still you know it's all you, you can spin it any way. You saw it all over the liberal media. Inflation is down. Well, the rate of inflation is down. Inflation is still uh, over three times what it was pre-COVID. Yeah, I I, I did see. Oh, uh, I'd have to go back and see the source. I I was thinking it was one of the mainstream media sources that said uh, the rate the the in, while inflation is easing, uh, prices are still uh, stubborn stubbornly high. And I thought to yeah, myself, I saw that too, yeah. okay, well, at least they're acknowledging basic. Here's the thing. You don't have to acknowledge it because the consumer already paid for it. These are December numbers. We already did that. The consumer already lived through that and knows that the prices aren't coming down. In fact, I saw more of the comparisons on a number of things uh, on social media yesterday. And it was, all right, There, there's a ton of chatter right now about the price of groceries, certain items in, on the grocery list, but especially eggs, it's kind of you know gone through the roof <laughs> and and created a ton of memes. Yes, yeah. uh, you know, get her something very expensive for Valentine's Day. Get her some eggs. I, li- I like the guy on his knees. Yeah, he, on his knees, and he's holding up the eggs as if it's yeah. like it's a ring in there, and right, she's like, right. "Oh, yeah, exactly." <laughs> and, and, eggs. and that's you know. Um, these are the things that the consumer looks at. I mean, man, uh, you know, forget about it because there is no way to comparison shop with an item like that. You know, you're not going to get, you're not going to get any tremendous savings, uh, unless, a, unless a grocery store, you know, is looking to take a lost leader, right? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take ours down to 99 cents, but that's going to be, by the way, we used to have gas wars. Now we're going to have egg wars. <laughs> But which which sounds like a fun Saturday, doesn't it? Um, but you know the, the when you look at that, it it really is. It gets down to because I looked at it the other day. There was a, a few things on that I was looking at that were not on the list. But I'm going through the grocery store and I'm I'm like, okay, I'm out of that. But it's kind of like a preference thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, maybe a, a a certain type of sauce that I would put on a sandwich or something. And in fact, I, I came across, uh, mayo and I was like, I 
don't need to buy mail. And it wasn't that the price of mail had skyrocketed. I actually don't know. I haven't really been keeping track on that item. But I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to spend the money on that today. You know? And and, And I thought to myself, you know, because I go back to the years the the formative years <laughs> when you're earning money and you're trying to put groceries in the cabinet right and you and i always think this way and i think to myself all right what is it that i can afford that started with living in my car uh and and then when i got my first place and then and still today i'll look at it and say okay what am i actually you know if i got the like the jar of mayo the jar of mayo is mostly going to sit there in my fridge for the next year, and I, I, it'll take me a year to finish that jar of mayo. I did that yesterday. You know, and I did it, that. Yes, yeah. I, I was buying, a, and and I'm heading out of town. Yeah, you know, just right. uh, as soon as I get off the air, I'm heading. Uh, uh, I'm I'm heading to Philadelphia and then Buffalo. Right, and then I'm back Sunday. You know, right, so yeah. I'm back Sunday morning, early Sunday yeah. morning. Yeah, I was just going in for one day, and Dad's kept his Christmas tree up, and so did my sister. So <laughs> it's like, okay, my sister said you got to come over, and so on on Saturday. So I have really all day Saturday is when I have it. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm not going to get any sleep unless I sleep on the plane, and uh, hopefully I'll get to my great nephew's basketball game. Mm. Uh, hopefully that's still on and everything. Yeah. But there's yeah. no no weather uh, 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 problems. But knowing that I was going to be, it was, I was yesterday. I said, well, what do I need? And I go, well. I'm going to be out of town. I don't need to buy that now. I can buy that next week. Right. Well, there's, I don't, there isn't, I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. I could do it, but I just said, I don't want to. And I, that's just the, if I have that mindset, I can't imagine what it's like if you're uh, making Mm $61,000 in the state of California and still paying 9% state income tax, as we had talked about yesterday, that you actually are doing it because you can't afford to do it. You're right. Right. You're saying, I would love to have a carton of eggs. Yes. Because we, we joked about how the administration might respond, you know, to inflation and saying things like, well, you know. Uh, intermittent fasting is is a is is all is all over. Everybody is doing it. It's the new thing. Fasting it's the is new, new thing. It's healthy for you. It's healthy. It's, you should. And, and I could see somebody because this would be my mindset. If if I still had young children in the house, and this is the way it is, uh, uh, mom and daddy last. When you're making those choices, it's like, you know, and your kids always look at you, you know, hey, are, are you, you know, are you going to, aren't you going to have some? And and I remember being there because I'm in radio. I'm poor. <laughs> I'm very poor. But the idea was always, you know, is always as a parent, you know, you're trying to feed your kids. You always, you know, take the mm-hmm. back seat and you prioritize your, your kids. And so you're thinking to yourself. I've got to pack their lunch for school. I've they've got to have breakfast in the morning, and I don't know how I'm going to do that yep. because, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, you you just picked up and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you 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 uh, talked about California. All of a sudden, you just moved to an expensive place and you don't know how you're going to do that, and you just you kind of made a choice to, you know, uh, you know, 
move there and all of a sudden things are going. This is happening to everybody, regardless of where you are. Inflation is hitting you over and over and over and over again. And the only answer is to somebody's going to have to take a second job or cut back. You cut back or both. And I thought to myself the other day, um, you know, because I'll sometimes have groceries delivered or or food delivered or whatever. And I look at the tip and I think to myself and then I'll see on the map where they began. Right. And okay, because it tells you it follows their car. Okay, they're almost there, the whole thing. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm doing in my math, uh, in my head, I'm doing the math on how much they're, it's costing them in gas and everything else, which is why I always insist if I'm going to do that, I'm then I'm going to tip, you know, over what it you know comes up uh, as a default tip. Because I look at that and I say to myself, that's somebody who's either doing something extra or that's their full-time job either way. And I, I I did the calculation the other day, and I'm and it came up to about on the average about a half a gallon of gasoline. Well, in our area, that's a buck fifty. Out of the what they suggested was a four dollar tip. Now I gave six, and I thought to myself, okay, now you're still taking it back down after gas four fifty, right on the on the one mm-hmm. delivery, and I'm thinking to myself. You know, these are the these are the things that hit over and over and over and over again for families where you have to make a choice. And, you know, for me, it always was OK. I'll have to get another job or, you know, I'm going to have to work harder. I'm going to have to cut back. I'm going to have to make sure that I I don't waste anything. All these things, you know, but and I think the same thing bothers you that, you know, we you know, we've been doing this for decades upon decades upon decades we're in the, you know, we're in the last years. Still going to be here for a while, mm. but we're in the we're in the last fifteen to twenty percent of our careers. Yeah, and so we've been able to acquire some wealth. You know, we pinched pennies. I know you did, and I did mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. I still and, do. Yeah. And 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 I would bring out the you know and everything else. And even though I I don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, it doesn't mean that I don't, I that I don't understand what's going on out there, and that's what really bothers me about the politicians when they ignore inflation, when they ignore the suffering out there, and it really when the president was speaking yesterday, they created this problem. Yeah, and it's still inflation is still three times what the Fed says inflation should be, or what they view as normal, you know, what normal inflation should be. Um, which is roughly the 2% marker that they talk about. So people are suffering, and they're making it sound like they get up there and they make it sound like everybody's doing great, the economy's doing great, pat and ourselves and on the back. they're bragging yeah, about they're, something. They're yeah. bragging about it, and they created the damn problem, yeah. and people are really hurting. And the same thing with you. I think the same thing with somebody, and I don't get deliveries too often, but when I do, I always tip great because I'm, I work in the service industry, and I know, you know a service industry is maybe different than delivery, but... It's, it's still kind it's, of the same thing. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's, and, it's still it's yeah. still tip it's still tip base. Right. And I do the same thing where I'm figuring out what the business model is and I'm like, they're hurting. And you know, if I leave a real good tip, it'll make them feel good. You yeah. know, they'll go, Okay, yeah. good. This this one was worth it. The next one may not be, but this one was. And and it's just the realization, no matter how well you may be doing in life, 
that there are people that are actually hurting, and they don't really seem to give a damn that people are hurting. Yeah, because they're they're more right. worried about complimenting themselves. What a great thing this is, and everybody knows it's not great, and, and that and just ticks me off. It it, it really is it, it it's maddening because you know, and and I have grown kids who have their own kids, and you know, I think that my I just it, my question is always, man, how do how are people going to survive going forward? Because we talked about the national debt. And and the looming crisis of raising interest rates with the national debt that we have and everything there. You can go back and listen to recent podcasts. And all of that is going to have an effect on the economy. And that the only way out of this, the only way out of this, the first thing we have to do is we must become productive as a nation. That starts and ends with traditional forms of energy because there is no way to create that wealth. There is no way to create and expand the wealth in the way that we need it to happen without doing that. There is no way. There is no road that gets there. EVs, they're already running into it. One expert broke it down the other day and said, eventually California will have to kick that can down the road on the 2035 mandate because they're not going to be able to mine enough for the batteries. They're not going to be able to get that done. The the OEMs are going to struggle to meet even just a California mandate. And now they're worried about safety standards of cars because you saw that one because electric vehicles are too heavy. Well, and beyond the lithium and everything else, and the, the we we said the protesters are already out. The environmentalists they hate EVs. No, 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 no. It's not. Uh, it's not carbon. Uh, carbon or or net zero is not zero. That whole thing. Now they're saying no. It's even worse than that, because when you ramp up the production of EVs, there are so many things that before you get to the batteries. That are going that are basically going to kill the planet. You know, the EV thing isn't going to pan yeah. out the way that the left wants you to believe it will. You just reminded me of something, so I have to go into the garbage can and get the story that I th- threw out that I forgot. Mm. Then you just reminded me of it, and I threw it in the garbage earlier. So I have yeah. to go into the garbage yeah. can. It's a garbage can. Red Eye Radio next. <laughs> no, that's that, we're, we're that's how far we're going <laughs> and, and go to rochester have a garbage plate with our garbage can story i like up. that yeah. 866 red eye we'll be right back with more red eye radio with eric harley and gary mcnamara Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. All right, I got the story out of the garbage. Diver dump, uh, 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 dumpster diving Friday. <laughs> dumpster diving Friday, exactly. Yeah. Well, you just when you were talking about energy cost, I went, oh man, I threw that story out that that uh, just the news out had out uh, John Solomon, and it was a story of the House and Energy and Commerce Committee that met uh, earlier this week. Yeah. And and said, okay, we're getting the ball rolling. We're going to talk to people out there, you know, different businesses, uh, uh, community groups, whatever. Mm. How is how is energy cost affecting you? 
and uh, they uh, had the uh, Donna Jackson Director of Membership Development of Project 21, which is the nation's oldest and largest black conservative think tank. And she said minorities are hit even harder by the energy policies that we have in the United States. However tough high energy costs are in the middle class, they're even worse on people trying to get there. Among other problems, she said black Americans had an average household income of between twenty and 40000 depending on where they lived, already pressed by inflation and high fuel costs. She said families could not afford to purchase an electric vehicle as pushed by the Biden administration and Democratic governors. Environmental justice is not justice because it's creating poverty, she said. Climate change policy creates a permanent underclass to be controlled by the government. Mm. Project 21 was founded in 1992 to research and provide commentary on public policy issues uh, from an American, African-American perspective. They want stability, and we should not have a system that creates barriers to making that happen. Wow. There you go. Bonus show. Hey, it's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. And seriously, I did go into the the, the, you the did. garbage can. I saw it. To get the story. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> on on Project 21, <laughs> the, uh, the black conservative uh, think tank saying... Mm-hmm. Look, these the energy policy of this administration is just killing blacks. Yeah. Absolutely killing them. And then on top of that, they insult and say, Oh, just buy an electric vehicle. Like right. on the salaries that they make that they could afford an electric vehicle. Right. And this is where again it's almost as if these they have no they have they have no clue as to how inflation affects people and how they're suffering. No. No, they, they don't. And, and and they don't have a concern. You know, I know what it's like to have to go shopping for a, 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 a you know, an entire household and, and family. Even though I haven't done that in, in a long time, I'm always aware of it. But someone like a, a Joe Biden doesn't have that. But you don't have to even have that experience to know um to be to have that empathy and understanding you just have to be a considerate person you just have to be somebody who is thoughtful you just have to mm-hmm. make it not about you every once in a while but because if you're my thought is you know if you're going to be a public servant maybe every i don't know week or two you put some thought into serving the public and and what is in the best interest because i wouldn't and 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 i don't care if it's about me or not it's about 
what's put before me? What what task am I supposed to be accomplishing here? And why am I doing that? And and am I being thoughtful and considerate about that? And that job requires that you have thought and consideration for your constituents. Yet here we are. I take it. And as I said, obviously, I don't live paycheck to paycheck anymore, as I used to do. Mm-hmm. I don't have to work two jobs or three jobs, as I have done in the past. Right. I don't have to do that. Now, uh, uh, I could have retired last year at normal retirement. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, I've been working a heck of a long time and have acquired some wealth mm-hmm. that I feel blessed to have done. I still understand how tough it is to make a dollar. Yeah. I still understand that certain, you know, monetary levels that people are making right now, inflation is killing them. And so when I saw Biden, for example, yesterday talking about what a great celebration this is, uh, and, and when inflation is still three times greater than it was just three years ago. Right. And they're, they're bragging. And then, you know, they're, they're, they're telling people the, the entire thing. Well, the savings are coming. If you buy electric vehicles and you buy this uh, and you buy these things that cost a 70, $80,000 and you might be able to save $7,000 on an $80,000 purchase. And it's, it's almost as if they're mocking and taunting people. That's how I take it. Yeah. And, they are. And, and yeah. I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. It's, and I'm thinking, I'm like, you, these people have to, it's almost as if we're taunting and mocking you and pretending we're doing something that obviously you know we're not doing. Well, that's it. I mean, the uh, couple of lawmakers, Janet Yellen, uh, the uh, the current president, all of them, look, we're going to save you money. And yes, when, got, when gas prices yes. were through the roof, yeah. why aren't you driving an EV like I do, bragging about it. And then there's also the thought, and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm hearing this and I'm struggling to make ends meet, they sound clueless about me and sound like they're really only doing it for the wealthy who are going to buy these cars. Yeah. This isn't about, that. not only is it not no. about me, it's a gift to the people who can afford it? It's subsidizing, and from the point of view, as I was using, you make uh, a family uh, making sixty-one thousand yeah. a household and paying nine percent state income tax. Just using that figure because we brought it up yesterday. Because I still that shocks me. That right. just shocks right. me from a state that has zero income tax. Mm-hmm. That you look at it and you're like, my God. That, you know, how do you live in California on that? And then they throw that on it. So that to me, I guess what got me when I read that was it's almost that the state of California, the Democrats are completely tone deaf if that's what your tax rate is for somebody who's making $61,000 a year. Right. In in California, which is right. a completely different ball game than if you live in Kansas. Right. Because it's not what you make. It's a difference between what the cost of goods and services and taxes are in relation to what you actually pull in. It's what you have at the end of the day right. after you take care of all your necessities, right, right. which is why once they started doing that for the poverty level and they weren't just looking at income, but remember when they did that and we said, well, that was bogus, and all of a sudden I think the census uh, department came in and said, well, now we're going to view poverty as not not what the salaries are, but by the relationship 
between the salaries and the cost of goods and services. And all of a sudden, California became the number one state in poverty. And we went, duh. Right. I mean, of course, yeah. that, that's that's going to happen when you do that. But when I when I see that, I'm almost like, well, that's almost mocking. That's almost taunting people by saying we're going to tax is. the hell out of you and you really can't afford uh, to 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 do it. And so yesterday when I just saw, you know, Biden bragging again, mm-hmm. but the funniest part was after he was done, there wasn't one question on the economy. Everything no. was on no. the, the everything was on uh, the, the second batch of uh, of uh, the second and then. The second batch, and then the third, because uh, there was the batch in the, the the garage, and then the single paper of uh, inside the house, which is and really odd. Well, and this is what Jonathan Turley. By the way, mm. I said this to a couple of people uh, yesterday that I was having a you know uh, group message mm. on on uh, text. And I said, on legal issues and observing what's going on right now, I don't know of a better person, especially on the legal issues of it, than Jonathan Turley. And he's a Democrat. Yeah. He's a Democrat. Yeah. And the way he breaks down things legally is because Dershowitz will do it once in a while. Mm -hmm. Turley does it every single day. Right. On every single issue. Right. And you read the stuff and it's so if you if you want to understand the law. And you want to understand it with somebody who doesn't use big words mm. or phrases where you have to read it three or four times. Turley is your guy. Yeah, he really yeah. is. There's he, a there's a ton of stuff to learn from him, no he, doubt. He really breaks down law. Yeah, and he said this yesterday on Fox, and this is I read this and I went, whoa! He broke it down like nobody else did yesterday. Maybe you'll see people breaking it down. Nobody broke it down like this, and he wrote. The most interesting aspect about today is that the White House repeated almost mantra-like that this is inadvertence defense. They have really latched onto this, and this was an inadvertent misplacement of these documents. Mm -hmm. The problem is the facts don't really support that because we, the assumption, is that all of these documents were taken from the executive branch when Biden left as vice president. That's in 2017. We know that the Penn Biden office didn't even open until 2018. So we know that some of these documents were moved at least twice. Now, that's one thing. The next one is where you go, whoa, he mm. is a he is a lawyer who's paying attention to everything. Mm. The other interesting thing is that they were not just distributed to different points. They were also divided You've got one document that was found in the library, others in the garage. So the question is, why were these documents sent and used in different places? It suggests that they were, you know, knowingly divided. And that's going to be a question that the special counsel is going to have to look at. We know that the president was working on a book that dealt with Ukraine and some of these other subject matters. Right. So if the president actually saw these documents, it'd be hard to miss. They're classified because they reportedly had TSCI classification markings. I've worked with classified materials for decades, and I can tell you it's pretty darn hard to miss that. So if he did work off these documents, the inadvertence goes right out the window 
and it looks more like an effort to deceive the public. That's why I think it's going to be very difficult, this inadvertence defense. The White House press secretary said this was inadvertently, uh, this was inadvertently misplaced it. Well, it had to be repeatedly inadvertently misplaced. Right. And that becomes more difficult the more times you inadvertently misplace something. So I think that's going to be a major focus as whether there is some criminal element to this. And I think when he talks about the divided, the fact that there was the one, yeah, the, the right. one top secret document in the library and the rest in the garage, that shows they were divided. You know, it's And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's they interesting. Were- Earlier this week, I asked the question on the first batch. They said a fewer than a dozen pages. And I thought, you know, and I asked the question on the air, why carve those few you pages did. out? You did, yep. Why why, why did they carve those few pages? Now, if we also go back to what Turley uh, wrote about earlier this week, and that is, you know, if he's using this or was using those pages at his office at University of Pennsylvania then um, to, uh, to write that book, then we've got a, 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 a totally different issue that's very important as well to look at. But it does ask, it, it, it does beg the question, why were these documents, when you look at, at um, the documents Trump had, it was a set of documents and they said hundreds of pages, right? A couple hundred pages. All right. In Biden's, Biden's office, it was fewer than a dozen. All right. Mm, and it could be that. All right. I need these uh, for reference on my book. I'm going to use that there. Now, Turley points out a very interesting because that was the word being used yesterday morning. Inadvertently placed, essentially, or sent or packed, depending on the media source you were reading yesterday. And wait a minute. No, there was one page that wasn't with the others. Oh, well, what's on that page and why was it separated? And so you first look at, they were found in three different places. So they were all, you know, they were, well, well, two different places, okay, because you look, two different properties. But in the the house, there was one in the house mm-hmm. and one there. Why was one, why was one sheet in the house and then the rest in the garage, but why were they divided initially when you're taking everything else? Why did some go to the University of Pennsylvania? Why did some go into the garage? And then why were they separated at the Wilmington property? And, and that's a great question. That's, well, that's a great analysis be, by Turley. Because, two with the first batch, these, these – uh, documents were with other documents that weren't classified mm-hmm. you know my thought of it is and i don't know this if you're talking about classified and top secret material if we're to believe it's it was sent there by accident somebody packed it and and sent it to the wrong place no someone had to in the case at least of the office documents the first batch they had to separate those from 
documents that were in a likely group of documents that were classified and top secret and put them with other documents. That's not inadvertently placing them there. You do that, as as, as uh, Turley points out, you're doing that on purpose. That was by design. Someone intended to do that. The question is why? I, I think it's also interesting the way he's using the word. Everybody's using the specific word. We were surprised. We were surprised. They never said we didn't know they were there. Right. They said we were surprised. We were surprised. Right. right. I just, that just sticks with me. Right. Is that is that a legal word or right. a legal advice that they're giving to use the word surprised instead of denying specifically we didn't know that they were there? Is and Biden, I don't know. I don't is know. Is Biden just, saying he was surprised because he could have sworn he left him at the beach house? Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, right. I mean, <laughs> you. that's, it's, yep. It's uh, a good question, I think. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Hey, it's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. After the major systems problems, pilots across the country complain about the FAA hmm. about what and more on garage gate coming up this is red eye radio on Westwood one hey that's part one of our show don't miss the rest click part two on our website RedEyeRadioShow.com or Red Eye Radio phone app to hear the rest of the show. And thanks for listening to Red Eye Radio. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.